he's paying attention. <laughs> Hi, Bam Bam. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? Big hugs. Hi, Nancy. You're still here. I'm so glad you didn't fly away to Austin. Gosh, she's Hello and welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from the Mile High City, colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining my show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you for coming out. So you can go to this live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 745 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best in the town. Thank you all for your continued love, likes, support, shares, and shelters out um, kind of thing. So if you're looking for an animal, um, think about um, adopting instead of, uh, you know, going and rescuing a dog instead of um, getting a purebred, I guess, or one from a breeder. Um, There's so many um, awesome animals out there that need homes. I've always had, I've had one dog that came from a breeder. Welcome, B-W-J-A-X-G-S. Good to see you. Um, And he was my first dog, and um, he was a gift. And then every dog after that I've had has been a rescue. In all my life growing up, we had rescue dogs. So um, they are awesome. But don't do it if you're not. Do your homework. (laughs) There's so many people I know it happened during COVID that went and got animals and then had to go back to work, and then these poor animals were back in the shelters and all that stuff. So don't do it if you can't um, really be there for them. So really think about it before you do it. But I think um, I know here in, like I said, in Denver, August is um, go to your shelters and um, adopt, adopt, foster if you can, um, any dogs. I've done both, actually. I fostered one dog. She was so cute. Oh, I was so sad when I had to give her up <laughs> because my dog finally got used to her. And well, I had actually two dogs back then, but Boo didn't care. He was just an old man and all he wanted to do <laughs> was sleep. So anyway, now I totally got off track because I was talking about dogs. So um, let's get at it. I know um, we had crazy weather. Um, again, some hail, nothing as bad as it was, just a lot of thunderstorms. And so did um, our friend Yancey there uh, over in Kansas. My gosh. Um, so today is Monday, August 7th. Um, today in Denver, currently 54 and that's cold to me. Um, I've been cold all day. We had that weather and it came in and now we have a cold front and it's it's cold. We're going to be at high of 77 
Um, but like I said, Yancey, they had really strong thunderstorms, knocked down some pretty big trees that look like they've been around for quite some time. Um, so for you all in Coffeyville, Kansas, it says it's currently 70. So it sounds a little cooler than what you guys have had. Um, you'll have mostly sunny skies. It doesn't look like you'll have any thunderstorms at all coming through your way and you'll have a high of 90. So there you go. You're not going to have bad weather today. Um, and was your friend's barbecue that banged up because of the weather? Because he showed, it looked like a hurricane went through. That barbecue was just like all banged up. So I'm um, for my Bam Bam in um, Welland, Ontario. It's currently 73 and cloudy. Take your umbrella with you if you're going to go out because it's supposed to be raining all dang day. And you're only going to get to 76. <laughs> you're very welcome, Mumble Dog. Um, yeah, I, I love... I love all animals. I, I always wanted to work at a zoo, but, um, yeah, it makes me so sad, um, to see all, you know, them in shelters and stuff. And, and you need to, people need to understand they're not bad animals. They just need love. So, yeah. All right. So for BP who, um, just got off work probably not too long ago. Um, as you know, you're probably in the rain. It's supposed to be um, rainy. Um, 72, heavy rain throughout the day, um, and 78 thunderstorms. Oh, a tree fell on it. Oh, hell. Yeah, the trees that I, you, that I saw, the different trees throughout the neighborhood, it looked like, they were really big trees. They weren't little trees at all. Um and so for my people in Arizona, for Tucson, they're getting a little bit cooler. It's currently 83, clear, um, and they'll be only at a high of 100 <laughs> instead of 115. Phoenix, on the other hand, 89 and clear. They're going to be anywhere from 107 to 111. So they're still hot. There's our girl right there, Miss Hanny J. Um, you're still hot, girl. Yes, you are. And that was, <laughs> that didn't come out right, but it came out right. You know what I mean? It's still hot out there. So we're going to get right, right to it. I'm going to get to um, the word of the day. And the word of the day I have today is beauty. Um, we see beauty every day in every shape, color, form. Um, it's something that's pleasing to your sight. So the quote of the day, beauty great begins the moment you decide to be yourself. The known is by Coco Chanel. And then another one, um, beauty isn't about having a pretty face. It's about having a pretty mind, a pretty heart, and most importantly, a beautiful soul. I love that one. That one is like my favorite. Hi, Hi, Corby21. Welcome. Um, that is just um, my favorite. So beauty is often um, what is start over here. What is beauty? Beauty isn't achieving a fake Barbie doll face or spending hours in the mirror. It isn't a beautiful smile, hair, face, etc. Because that is what society tells us is acceptable. We need to realize that everyone is different, unique. Everyone is enough and should be enough. Society has given us such high standards for ourselves that we begin to believe them. Not only do we believe them, but we start to hate ourselves and even envy others. The pressures of being beautiful is overbearing, and we do all of this work to be what we think is beautiful. To be told, 
you're pretty, but you know, dot, dot, dot. The cycle starts all over again. There's always something that's wrong. Beauty is truly not any of those things by themselves. Beauty does not have limits. It does not have a scale. It cannot be measured. Beauty is what is within you. It's your heart. It's the worth you. It's worth way more than what society says you're worth. Let us not be the kind of people who stereotype beauty. Rather, let's first define our define our own beauty. Beauty should be celebrated. Everyone's own individuality. Our beauty is and should only be defined by us, not what others think. Embrace your those so-called imperfections you might be told you have. They are all part of you. So be yourself because you are are not so there you go hi mama bear how are you um so yeah beauty um i know i got sucked into that very young thinking i mean that was even before all the facebook and all that stuff um because beauty is uh kindness it's making other people feel comfortable it's being ability to laugh at yourself, to have courage to stand up for other people, to not judge other people by their looks and beliefs or religion. Um, it's having a shoulder that you can let people cry on. It's what I said in the beginning. It's having a beautiful soul. So don't fall into all that crap, especially if you're a young girl or even a young boy. You know, they, they, you know, it just... You know, and if you have anything that's different at all than what they think it should be, you're, you know, you're not, you're not good and that's just wrong. So you're beautiful and you're loved. So there. <laughs> I said so. <laughs> all right. So we're going to move on. Um, like um, today, Motivational Monday. I have um, some motivational stories for y'all um, because we're every day, countless events take place that make our world a bit brighter. We just don't hear about it. And um, we need to hear about it a little bit more. Um, this story first really pisses me off, but in, in the end, it makes me very happy. It just, oh, you know, the story is about um, the headlines. Uh, when a boy asks strangers for yard work to save up for a new game console, cap Cops are called and um, then they end up buying him the console. It says, <clears throat> it's not every day one reads that a young black man, um, man's day was made after the cops were called on him. The scene was set for this boy's day to be ruined. In a Georgia town of Hapesville, an unnamed fellow was going door to door asking if there was any yard work that needed um, that they needed to have done in hopes that he could save money mowing lawn, trimming hedges, pulling weeds to afford a PlayStation 5. One of the neighbors had other ideas, specifically picking up the phone and calling the police, asking for him to be removed from the area. Officer um, Colloran of the city of Capesville Police Department was dispatched to the area. Um, oh gosh, where did it move to? Um, where he um, quickly made contact with the boy. Um, he says the young man was polite, respectful, and truthful. He said, who knows what this person said? 
about him. You know what I mean? Um, he wrote on the Facebook page, he was in the area because he wanted to do yard work, pulling weeds, cutting grass and trimming hedges to save up for a PlayStation. Um, Officer Calran, a gamer himself, was impressed with the young man and thought he would help him reach his goal. Driving to the neighborhood and meeting up with the boy again, he surprised him with the PS5 um, right in the back of the squad car, one that he had bought after getting his fellow officers all to pitch in, um, I guess, 400 to $500. Um, I had no idea that's how much they cost. Officer Colran and some of his friends were able to not only get this young man the video game, but a gift card to pay for the membership so he could play immediately. Um, before leaving the man to enjoy his console, Colran ensured he knew how to contact him over the um, play so that they could play together. Him and some of the other officers could um be friends and kind of look out for him. And um, I'm like, oh my gosh. And the video, you see the video, you saw it, Yancey? Um, or is that who saw it? They saw it. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. He like, you see him like rub his eyes and he like starts to cry. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I just, I can't understand people. We, we, they complain, right? We complain about kids nowadays not wanting to do, um, work, not wanting to, you know, they're always on the phone. They don't want to work, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and Humble Dog saw it too. Oh my gosh. It just, it made my heart so happy because you hear bad things, both about police officers and you hear bad things, both about black young men. And, um, all he was trying to do was help. And one freaking, oh, damn these people, you know, it just made me so mad, but it ended up being good. I'll post the story for anybody who hasn't seen it. I think they put it in the chat too. It's really a good story. So anyway, here is another good one that I saw that made my heart very happy. Um, there were these teenagers, um, go, I guess they were coming back from the store and then the, some of this kid's friends decided they were going to play ding dong ditch. Um, and let's hopefully this will play. Play. It's the well, you can see me. Get out of your bunk. And you matter, right? There's always going to be somebody that cares about you. And you're a good person. No matter what people say, you matter. Ignore them. They're losers. The ding dong get to you. I'm just trying to say something nice. Like, I don't know what they're doing. They're running away and stuff. I'm just trying to say that you matter, man. Or girl. Whoever you are, you matter to someone. Just keep that in mind. Don't forget that. <laughs> Did you hear that? You guys are idiots. He says to the kids. You see him walking away and he's... You, see me. you guys are idiots. There's always going to be somebody that cares about you. And you're I thought that was the sweetest, sweetest no, thing. They're losers. The ding dong you. I'm just trying to say something nice. Yeah, I thought that was just so awesome. And because um, you just see him, he's just like, I'm going to go, you know, be nice. And then the kid comes up from behind him and rings the bell and takes off. <laughs> so I hope the world doesn't. I know. Right. Um, and exactly. And, and that other boy who was just trying to mow lawns. I, that's the one thing I thought I thought, God, I hope that 
his little spirit isn't broken from that idiot who called the police on him. You're right, Nancy. It is just like these kids that there's so few of them out there. And that's why I decided to start doing these motivational Mondays again. I, I, I did them like, I don't know, six, seven, eight months ago. And I just didn't think it went over very well. So I just kind of stopped doing it. And I thought, no, I'm just going to do it because if it makes my heart happy, it should make other people's heart happy the way. And to start a Monday, I think that's a good way to start a Monday. So anyway, we're going to move on to some more good news. And I'm sure y'all have heard um, some of this too. Um, Taylor Swift, um, some of you might not like her music or care, you know, but um, she reportedly gave every single person who worked on her heiress tour bus um tour um well not just the bus but um even like food people people that set up the stage people everybody um and a hundred thousand dollar bonus and it ended up being thank you so much humble dog um a total of um five hundred thousand dollars that she gave to everybody who worked so hard on that sh- on her tour she gave um them a hundred thousand dollar bonus and i hi shorty so good to see you my love i hope that you're well um so i thought man that is freaking awesome that's i mean because <laughs> and i'm sure what didn't even hurt her as a, a bit but do you know how many other people they don't do that kind of stuff, you know, or, I mean, at least you don't hear about it. We need to hear about more of these things. We need to hear about more people get being givers and instead of takers. So, um, yeah, I was so happy to hear that. Um, she did that, you know, people have a lot to say about her, but that doesn't make her. Yeah, I know she, um, the, yeah, like I said, some people don't like her, but I thought, you know, good for you, Miss Taylor Swift. I think that's awesome because you know what? Those people work hard and who knows? I don't know how much money they get paid doing their job, but they're away from their families. You know, the ones that go with her everywhere and set up everything and do things and stuff like that. So good for them. So, um, and then another story I saw, I'm going to try to get through this one because this one is really close to my heart. It's about, um, autistic an autistic um, friends. See, I already have tears in my eyes because damn, when you have somebody in your life that has autism and they've come so far, I'm going to post this video because um, you guys hear Aaron every Friday and he was actually didn't talk for the longest time. He did not talk. And so um, the story is says beyond words, these autistic besties have priceless friendship without even being able to speak. And um, neither one of them talk. And it talks about how um, they're able to connect, how they just look at each other. It says both Gabe and Ariel are autistic and Gabe is completely nonverbal. However, the two are able to connect through a bond that goes deeper than traditional means of communication. While Gabe and Ariel don't speak to one another out loud, they have a shared love for music and that links them together. They catch them dancing and grinning at each other at the Noah Khan concert um, in the video, and I'll post that. And there's a video and they're just laughing and smiling and having a great time. And it says, 
when I'm with Gabe, I don't even think about other things, <clears throat> um, she said, because Ariel can speak. Um, I guess they were on Good Morning America. Gabe has recently started using a letter board to spell out his thoughts and feelings. When asked about his friendship with Ariel, he spelled, my real serenity is making constant new connections special indeed. The connection between Gabe and Ariel is undeniable, a true testament to the power of friendship. So um, I just think that is just beautiful and awesome. So um, yeah, uh, I will be right back with the joke of the day. Gosh dang it, I messed up my face. For sure, for sure. That's amazing. That's amazing. Truck of the day. God, my. I think we need to get our ears checked, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Bella. How are you? Who's going to get this one? What what do dentists call their x-rays? What do dentists call their x-rays? <laughs> oh, let's see. Hmm? Toothpicks! Come on, guys. <laughs> so stupid it's funny <laughs> all right oh and then bp i had a different fact for the day but i'll say it on wednesday because bp sent me this fact about colorado and i thought it was great so let me pick, pull it up <laughs> two kicks is it gonna play most Americans think Colorado is a perfect rectangle. Every map makes Colorado look like it has four sides, but in reality, Colorado actually has 697 sides. Just before the Civil War, when Colorado borders were being established, Congress ruled Colorado to stretch from the 37th degree latitude line to the 41st degree latitude line, and then from the 25th degree west longitude line to the 32nd degree west longitude line. So in theory, Colorado is supposed to be a perfect rectangle, but what Congress forgot was that while lines of latitude never intersect and remain parallel with each other, lines of longitude are not parallel and all converge at the north and south poles. This leads Colorado to actually look more like a trapezoid, where its southern border is 21 miles longer ah. than its northern border. Well, in 1861, when surveyors were assigned to I missed you, bam, bam. latitude lines to create the Colorado border, they didn't take this into account and often steered off course, unsure as to why they kept making mistakes. As 
they were pressed for time, instead of going back and correcting where they steered off from, the surveyors instead just made steep corrections to get back on track, which were often a mile or even longer in distance. All of these corrections that had to be made led Colorado to not have four, but 697 sides. Crazy. Um, thank you, Humble Dog. I wrote it down. Hey, Bam Bam, how are you? Good morning. How's it going? It's going good. Uh, what'd the cat say when he first met the mouse? Um, yeah! Nice to <laughs> eat you. Oh! <laughs> there you go, Mike. There's a cat one for you. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, good morning, Robert. everybody. Sorry, y'all, <laughs> I can't great. type. Hands are totally full, covered in grease and mud. So, yeah, grease but and mud. The day and, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a few projects right now, so I'm okay. Dirty. So I figured I'd call and tell that joke, and uh, Mike would I like it because it. it's a, a cat joke. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me up. You're welcome. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. All right. So. We're going to get back to, that's funny. <laughs> um, remember, um, August is National Wellness Day, so take care of yourself and happiness happens month. So be kind to one another and um, let's make happiness happen. Let's let's be the few in the um, midst of all the angry people. Let's try to be kind to one another. I don't know if you guys all saw, there's a huge um, Doritos um, recall. And um, I'll put the information. It looks like it's the little bags of Doritos, but I don't know. I'll post the information on it. I know. And it's the nacho ones, too. It's the nacho. Let's see. Um, let me see what it says. 7,000 bags of 14.5 ounces and one ounce nacho cheese flavored Doritos. Um, may contain, but it's, it's, it's only, I mean, if you're, if you're allergic to soy or wheat, um, they said it might contain that and it's undeclosed. It's not, you know, some people are allergic to it. It's not posted on the bags. So that's why it's being recalled. It's not being recalled because anything is making somebody, well, I guess it could make some people sick, but it's not, you know, like glass or anything like that in there. Um, it's because of wheat. It's not on the bag. So if you eat them all the time, I think you'll be fine. Um, but for people that, um, have, uh, allergies to wheat, uh, I guess, and soy, uh, soy, I didn't know that they put soy, soy, uh, maybe they put it in the spicy, sweet chili tortilla chips because it says that right next to it. But the, so maybe they just got some mixed up. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. The good ones are those ones. So um, another thing, if you're seeing, if you're one of those people that like Halloween candy or giving out Halloween candy, you're probably already seeing it in the stores. Um, you might want to grab some while you can, because supposedly there um, is supposed to be a sugar, sugar, sugar shortage this year. And they're saying that it's supposed to be around Halloween and toward starting in Halloween um, and then lasting throughout Christmas. If that's so, if you like baking and doing all that kind of stuff too, they're warning people that there's might be a sugar shortage. Um, climb, the climate is affecting the sugar supply. It says ultimately El Nino is to blame. 
<laughs> you mean President Trump is to blame? It's El Nino. I'm sorry, guys. I just had to do that. I had to say that because they always it just seems like they blame everything on him. So I had to say it had to be him. Oh, the climate. It's the climate. So now it's the climate. It's because all of you who don't have electric cars, I probably should have said. Um, let's see. The sugar beet crops took a hit this year. Yeah, the sugar crops. Um, so like I said, if you like candy or putting out candy or making um, stuff for Christmas time, you might want to stock up and um, put it away somewhere um, because who knows if you're going to be able to get it later on. I'll put all everything I'm talking about. I'll post on the Dina Joe Facebook page um, also. Um, so it's just funny how they blame it on certain things. But yeah, I mean, it's the weather. Of course, the weather has been weird. But we can go down a whole rabbit hole with all that kind of stuff. Um, I read this one and I thought, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Um, it says, cancel your Disney plans. Indiana's building a gravy-themed coaster. Woohoo! A gravy-themed roller coaster. Um, Hollywood World has announced 2024 opening of wait for it. Good gravy. A Thanksgiving thrill ride. <laughs> um, it says divert your flight to Denver because you don't need to travel all the way to Casa Bonita to experience theme food adventure. What? They're putting us down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all we need is to take a drive to Santa Claus, Indiana, population of 2,586, and patiently wait outside the gates for Hollywood World for the up. Ho no, Holiday World for the upcoming unveiling of the new Thanksgiving themed roller coaster. Dedicated entirely to gravy. May 2024 can't come soon enough. Um, I wonder if it's going to smell like gravy. Ugh. Um, we'll be, let's see, good gravy. We'll be debuting at Holiday World and Splashin' Safari theme park next year. Um, it will be housed appropriately enough in the park's Thanksgiving section. The story behind the ride is that you have to race against time to help grandma make her famous gravy and save Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my gosh. Um, here's how um, 14 News described the 1,500 foot long coaster experience. All right, let's see. Officials say guests will board a train shaped like a giant gravy boat, which will be pulled backwards uphill before flying forwards through station into and onto a cranberry colored track, hitting a maximum speed of 37 miles per hour. The train will fly through a giant cranberry jelly can before narrowly avoiding a giant kitchen um, accountment, such as a 20 foot tall whisk, 18 foot tall rolling pin before flying up a 77 foot tall spike and repeating the journey backwards. Oh my gosh. Good gravy is right. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Um, so I don't know. It doesn't say, um, let's the season theme park fans started worrying um, about delayed construction on the coaster has already begun. Um, but Channel 14 News noted that the tracks are scheduled to arrive this November. Then how do they know? They must have just saw like the uh, 
it's how do they know what it i mean it says that they gave a, a their coaster experience how could they give an experience if there's no track you must have just saw this this video of it um i'll post it on there but oh my gosh it doesn't say that um, there's so much you'll love about this rendering, the decorative um, curvature of the gravy boat spout at the head of the ride of the vehicle, the detailing marketing co copy on the cranberry jelly can that forms a giant tube through which the car hurdles, the way the giant whisk and bottle of cream form sculptures to be enjoyed by the riders of the coaster, as well as passerbys. Oh my gosh. The mid-century elegance of grandma's house where the ride appears to begin and end and of course the mere fact that the ride is dedicated to thanksgiving dinner in the first place a coaster whose development process i strongly suspect landed on the name first and worked backwards from there i don't know whatever like i said it doesn't say that this smells like gravy but yeah so <laughs> if you're interested um I didn't even know there was a, what did it say? Santa Claus or Claus, Santa Claus, Indiana. I had no idea, but <laughs> I've had so many liners for this one. I simply can't go tight fast enough. Can you believe, I just, yeah, I would not go to, no, it doesn't even sound fun. Um, I think Casa Bonita sounds way funner than that, you guys. What do you think? I think so. Although I did hear that you don't get, um, it used to be all-you-can-eat sopapillas. You can't get all-you-can-eat sopapillas anymore because I guess they're made too good. They only give you one basket and then you got to pay for the rest after that. For those of you who have never been to Casa Bonita, and I, I guess it's, it's like been, I don't, I don't even know if it's open now yet. People were waiting and waiting and I thought it finally opened, but you had to be on some list and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, whatever, but it would still be fun to go to. Um, the guys from South Park are the ones that own it and redid it. So yeah. Anyway, Disney plans, Indiana building a gravy theme boat. Mm -mm -mm. Um, I told you guys about the Snoop Dogg ice creams and I, 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 told a few of you that I, um, actually bought, we bought two of them. No, we, yeah, two of them we bought, we bought, there's quite a few. It's called, um, Dr. Bomb Bay. Um, you, I found them at, um, Costco. They're right. Uh, not Costco. I'm sorry. Walmart. They're right under $5. They were for something. They're the little small ones. Um, we got the cocoa cream cookie dream, I didn't like that one at all. It didn't taste like ice cream. It tasted weird. It had a weird aftertaste. The boys liked it, of course. Um, no, we did get three. S'mores Vibe. The S'mores Vibe, I didn't like that one either. Weird aftertaste. Um, and then there was a one brownie track, bonus brownie track. That one I that one was good. That one was pretty good. It was like vanilla ice cream with brownies and stuff in it. Um, I did not see, they also have one that's called syrupy weight waffle Sundays. syrupy waffle Sundays. Didn't see that one. Um, iced out orange cream. Didn't see that one rolling in the dough. I didn't see that one either, but, um, they're worth a try for under five bucks, but, um, I can't remember. There was another brand and what it's not like, it's like, ice milk I, I don't know it's not cream it doesn't taste like ice cream tastes like it tastes like 
watered down ice cream. Maybe that's the only way I can describe it. Um, somebody said, let's see if it's Snoop afterwards. Says, well, you know what? It would be worth it if it had that. I think it would probably work, be worth more and more, have be, cost more money, but it probably would taste better. I don't know. It just had this weird, I mean, it just didn't taste like ice cream. It tastes like watered down ice cream. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. All right. So there's a lot of holidays going on today and a lot of them are in um, Canada. Um, let me bring that up. I should have been up today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, seventh. It is um, the civic, civic holiday. Um and then they have British Columbia Day, they have Heritage Day of Alberta, Natal Day, New Brunswick Day, and Terry Fox Day. So I'm going to go over a little bit some of those um, civil civic holiday. Um, civic holiday strives to help foster the spirit of community among the residents. Um, and then um, before I move on, Aged Care Employee Day. So people that work at age, you know, um, older people's homes. And that would be our friend Ryan, who comes in when he can. So thank you, Ryan. I know you listen on the download. Thank you for what you do and um, helping uh, and taking care of other people. We appreciate you. So, and then British Columbia Day. All across Canada, the day is marked by parades, festivals, and other gatherings. Let's see if it says more than that. Um, when the residents of British Columbia celebrate their local heritage. Um, in other Canadian provinces, the same day is known by different names. Um, woo, unique to Saskatchewan Day. Um, and that is in Hampton, Ontario. Uh, British Columbia Day is explored by James Douglas. Let me see if um, this is. Oh, all right. I was wondering if it had anything to do with what I was talking about, but it doesn't. So that's British Columbia Day. Um, if it lets me go back, thank you. Um, then there's Heritage Day of Alberta, sunshine, fresh air, and open spaces. Alberta is the melting pot for different cultures and ethnicities. So they're celebrating their day. And then Natal Day, get ready to celebrate, attend a lot of outdoor parties, and eat a ton of cake. A lot of these said that on them for, you know, all the different places in Canada. That's what they said. Get together, eat a lot of food eat a lot of parties, go to a lot of parties, you need a lot of cake. So it sounds like they're going to be a lot of partying in Canada today. So be safe. Don't drink and drive. Be safe. On um, New Brunswick Day, it's not often that a birthday is held without for the entire Providence. That's another one they were say, talking about eating cake and having a party. But Terry Fox Day, um, it is not about that. It honors a man, um, a, a great man, a great foundation and a great cause. Um, after discovering a tumor, a, a tumor in his knee, he underwent surgery, had it removed, um, and it took out 15 centimeters of his leg. Terry Fox embarked on a cross um, Canadian, Canadian, I cannot talk this morning, cross Canadian run that lasted 143 days, 5,373 
three kilometers, all to raise money and awareness for cancer. So on Terry Fox Day, get involved, run a race, donate money, raise money, however you choose to participate, just be sure to pay homage to an incredible individual. Sorry, I couldn't get through that. I'm having a problem talking today. So yes, Canada, you have, you guys are having some fun today. And I think it's like, is most of you, is most of your stuff um, closed? I know um, Tuttles' hands are, my headphones are falling off. Tuttles' hands are dirty, but Mama Bear, is, is most of the stuff closed out there? It sounded like it is, like it's celebrated through all of this stuff. And most of Canada is just eating food and gathering together and having a good time. At least that's what it sounds like. So maybe we should have some <laughs> don't drink and play hockey. Yeah, that might be dangerous. Um, it's also National Lighthouse Day. Um, celebrate lighthouses and national raspberries and cream. Um, you can't have one without the other, it says. <laughs> so um, raspberry cream. And um, this one is very important, Purple Heart Day. Um, so yeah, Purple Heart Day. <clears throat> excuse me, we remember and honor the men and women who bravely represent and sacrificed for their country. So yeah, that's extremely important um, information. So I have, you know what, I'm going to start a little bit early on the music just because I have to end a little bit early to make it to an appointment. So I am going to start um, early with the music. All right. I just had this, this list is, um, it's double play. So it's going to be two songs by each artist. Um, it's all over the place, all different kinds of artists. It's not just like one genre. Um, so we are going to start with, um, you see her come in here every once in a while. I'll say, I mean, lady. Um, and that's Tammy. Uh, she's like the bestest friend ever, um, was my maid of honor. And she absolutely loves Journey. So this is for her. Um, two songs by Journey. Um, the first one, Feeling That Way. So I think you know what the second one's going to be. Um, a little bit about that song. According to the liner notes of Journey's Times 3 compilation, Journey often reworked ideas and recordings until the band was satisfied with the results before committing them to vinyl. Velvet Curtain was an early instrumental that stayed on the shelf until keyboard player Greg Raleigh took it down and sculpted the track into the song Let Me Stay, which was almost included on the next album and only pulled off at the last moment. When Steve Perry came aboard, he rewrote the track again adding a fresh chorus, um, shared the lead vocals with Raleigh um, on the version that finally made it to the record in concert stage. Um, the two Journey songs are always played together, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about the second one and then play them both um, anytime. 
is the second song. Um, this song reached uh, number 83 on the U.S. charts, but was proof that of what Steve Perry could bring to the band. Journey released three albums before he arrived, none of which um, produced a charged chart hit. The first Infinity single, Wheel in the Sky, rose to 57. Perry didn't write that one either, but it was clear he could deliver a distinctive vocal that popped on the airwaves. The next single, Anytime, was Lights, which Perry co-wrote. Um, Anytime and Lights, which he co-wrote, um, that went to 68 and became Journey Classic. So here they are, Feeling That Way and Anytime. To a new kind of way. All of the good times that you say. Are you feeling? You feeling that way too? Or am I just? Am I just a fool? In the summer. Shoot me left, standing by the light. Oh, she's been to where she's gone to. She should not walk around. Is she feeling? Are you feeling? You feeling that way too? Or am I just, am I just a fool? Roads waiting, you judge my life. Oh, soft and warm on a summer's night. Thank you, BP. You're the only, only one I told you. The only one I love. The only one. one. Oh, thank you, love. In the summer's ghost, you'll be left Standing by the light Oh, she's been to where she's gone to She should not walk the right Is she feeling? Are you feeling? You're feeling that way too Two times two equals five Welcome Oh, my God. 
that you want me. Ooh, anytime that you need me. They did. They were they were awesome. And they never fought, you know, like, oh, I sing better than you. Oh, you sing better than me. It was just perfect. Serotonin, good to see you. <laughs> Face chat later. I'm actually going to be gone all day today until this afternoon. <laughs> what did you want to chat about? <laughs> All right, so that's the first of the double play journey, and it is feeling that way. And anytime they have to be played together, those two songs have to be played together. Love them. Uh, both off of 1978 album, Xfinity. Infinity, not Xfinity. Infinity. All right, so the next double play um, I have is Coldplay. Um, the first song is going to be Shiver. Um, my all-time favorite of theirs um, when they first started out um, and then Viva La Vida. So the first one, Shiver. Shiver was one of the first songs Chris Martin wrote for Coldplay and one of my favorites. Um, he described it as a, 
He described it as a stalking song. No wonder why I loved it. Similar to the police's Every Breath You Take, um, with the lyrics based around a man's unhealthy obsession with a woman. When the song came out, Martin told the press it was inspired by Torn's singer, Natalie Ngbugla. Her, although she he later said it was uh, met humorously, and that Shiver was actually about um, one of his real life ex girlfriends, which was kind of a stab because he actually dated her briefly. So what a penis had to say that! I mean, come on, guy, why would you say that? That's not very nice. Anyway, the song is heavily influenced by Jeff um, Buckley. Uh, Martin was a massive fan of the American singer and songwriter with Coldplay frontman calling Shiver a blatant ripoff of some of his music. He added during an interview um, that not quite as good, that's what I think. We were 21 and he was very much my hero. And as for those things, I tend to fil I filter through. If that makes any sense to you, I don't know. Here, Well, here they are. Here's um, um, Coldplay with Shiver. And then I'll talk about Viva La Vida if I can talk. I love this song. <clears throat> About breakfast. <laughs> he was a penis head. <laughs> yeah, and if anybody wants me to do a double play, um, send me a message or put it in the chat of the artist songs and I can do that. So I look in your direction, but you pay me no attention to you. I know you don't listen to me, cause you say you see straight through me, don't I never knew this was a stalking song. Hi <laughs> Romantico, how are you? Thank you, BP. 
the moment I wake to the moment I sleep. All right, so that is the first song by Coldplay, um, Shiver. And that is off their album um, Parachute in 2000 when they were first starting out. And they didn't, all their music didn't sound the same. <laughs> all right, next, their second song, Viva La Vida. A little bit about that song from when Chris Martin um, told Rolling Stones that he christened this song and the album Viva La Vida, meaning long live life, or more literally, the life lives after he saw the phrase on a painting by Mexican artist um, Frida Kahlo um, called Sandes con la vida, um, viva la vida. He explains she went through a lot of shit, of course, and then she started a big painting in her house that says viva la vida. I just love the boldness of it. Okay. This both this and Violet Hill debuted in the top 40 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for the week of ending May 20th, 2008. It is a rare feat for an act to have two songs debuting in the same week. All right, so here is a little bit of Viva La Vida. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, BP. I Any favorite collective soul songs out there? Mama, they have them on my list. Thank you, Miss Handy. To where the rivers flow? I'm I'm still checking that stuff out, Miss Hanny, and I have I'm gonna go to the post office today and talk to them and I have your package going out to you today. It seems like snail mail might take forever. <laughs> Hi, Safara. Welcome. Those. 
All right, so that is um, a little bit of Coldplay's Viva La Vida um, for double play of Coldplay. We're going to move on um, to um, ABBA. Get you guys dancing. I told you this is everywhere today. Um, the first song by Ava is going to be Money, Money, Money. Um, the song is sung from the viewpoint of a woman who, despite hard work, can barely keep her finances in the surplus and therefore desires a well-off man. Oh, no. <laughs> Abba performed parts of Money, Money, Money live in the 1977 film Abba, the movie, in in, in the popular movie, um, also Mamma Mia, the song is sung by a character of Donna as she explains how hard sh she has to work to keep the taverna, taverna um, in order and her dreams for a better life. The, re the song reached number one in Australia, Belgium, France, Mexico, Netherlands, New Zealand, and Germany. Here is Abba with Money, Money, Money. I like the beat. All right, everybody. It's Abba, you gotta dance. Ain't that sad? And still there is to be a single penny left for me. That's too bad. In my dreams, I have a Oh, that's so sweet. I love good memories like that. I could see you, little Hanny, dancing, dancing in your seat. mom too her loving band bon jovi i'm sure she wasn't sitting still <laughs> dancing and singing it's a rich man's a feminist haven't come up and said this song is terrible oh my gosh that's abba money 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 off the album arrival 1976 all right we're going to move on to our second um abba song and it's take a chance on me um bjorn i'm not even gonna try his last name it starts with a u <laughs> enjoyed jogging and as he ran he would say he would sing That's what he says. He would do that while he was, um, he had that rhythm while he was jogging. This evolved into Take a Chance on Me, along, around which he wrote the rest of the words. Um, it says Bjorn in 1000 UK number one hit by John K. 
Kuttner, the book, um, it says, I remember that Benny didn't like the line, we could go dancing, we could go walking, but in the end, we went with it. All right. Um, this was the number one in Australia, Belgium, Ireland, um, and in Mexico. So here is Abbott. Take a chance on me. Hi, Petra. Welcome. <laughs> Billy D, how did you sneak in here? <laughs> All I ask of you, honey. Thank you, Yancy. I fork you. Good to see you. Jackson's up next. Michael Jackson's up next. <laughs> All right, so that is Take a Chance on Me by ABBA of the album, the album, 1977. All right, Billy G, um, what would you like me to play next week? You want me to play a double play or something? An artist? Put it in there for me. Anybody? You want an artist or songs, put them in there for a double play and I'll, and I'll play them. Um, Wednesday's going to be soundtracks and Friday's kind of upbeat dance, whatever. What Meatloaf. Okay. Meatloaf. Meatloaf's gone on the list. Um, if you want any specific songs, sir, you let me know. Oh, see, here we go. No doubt. There we go. All right. Let me play the net. Let me get in there. I'm going to write these down. Um, so the next one, Michael Jackson, PYT, Pretty Young Thing. Um, Jackson is filled with a desire on this track. Oh, yes, he is. Offering up his loving to this pretty young thing. <laughs> his image wasn't that of a ladies' man. <laughs> he was so young. But a few of his hits find him spitting game, including um, the way you make me feel, which is the next one I'm playing. Um, and a number one hit um, from this album. The song was released on September 19th, 1983. Um, let's see. And then it charted at number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100, becoming the sixth top 10 hit from the album. Jackson kept it in the family for the song's backup singers. The two female singers singing na 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 is his sisters, Janet and LaToya. So here's Michael Jackson. 
PYT. Welcome, FCY. <laughs> hey, Lauren. Tenderoni. <laughs> wine um the way you make me feel um this song received positive reviews from the contemporary critics the way you make me feel became bad's third consecutive single to peak at number one on the billboard hot 100 and charted mainly within the top 10 and 20 internationally the music video for the song was released at the time showing jackson pursuing and dancing with model tatiana thumbs zen um 
it says thumbs in. Okay. The way you make me feel generally charted with, okay, that's to say, why did it copy the same thing? So anyway, it charted. Here he is, Michael Jackson, the way you make me feel. Oh, and this next one, oh my gosh. His next group, these next two are just for you, Billy D. Just for you, not this one. <laughs> I know, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Still, you haven't even put an artist in there, have you? Yes. Yes. And Tubby Checker. Yes. Three. Oh, scroll up. Did I miss it? I must have missed it. Okay. ACDC Pink Floyd Led Zeppelin. Gotcha. Thank you, Billy D. Appreciate you. I totally missed that. <laughs> I got you. We could have a rock one. <laughs> yeah, these next ones are definitely not for you. <laughs> That is Michael Jackson, um, The Way You Make Me Feel. That's off the Bad Album, 1987. <laughs> this is just going to be an earworm for you guys. <laughs> um, the Backstreet Boys, they're back. <laughs> it was written by Swedish hitmakers um, Max Martin and Dennis Pop. This dance pop track has the Backstreet Boys announcing that their triumphant return and commanding everyone to rock their bodies. That's what we're going to do, everybody. I'm in celebration. But where exactly did they return from? Hmm? <laughs> I guess they were more popular overseas. And um, they wanted to make sure. So they were coming back to the States. So Backstreet Boys, they're back. Here they are, everybody.
Thank you, Yancy. <laughs> Thank you, Billy D. <laughs> I'm doing my squats to it. <laughs> there billy d you'll be okay this one's almost done we're throwing our hands up in the air and then we're going to move on to the next one and then we'll be done all right so billy d doesn't die a slow death we will move on um that was backstreet boys everybody backstreet boys back 1977 now we're going to be larger than life. <laughs> so this dance pop hit from the Backstreet Boys third album, Millennium, is a thank you letter to the fans for sticking with the band through their ups and downs. Leading um, up to the album's release, they were experiencing many of the downs in their personal and professional life. While they were in um, in a lawsuit with their manager, Lou Pearlman, who pocketed millions of the band's earnings, um, their beloved producer, Dennis Pop, died of stomach cancer. Meanwhile, the bands were going through um, deaths and families, and um, Brian Little was facing an open-heart surgery. Through all that, their devoted fans kept them going. So here they are, Larger Than Life. Alright. 
Summer anthems. Come on. All right. So that is Backstreet Boys um, Larger Than Life off of their Millennium album. All right. See, oh, you're still alive. You're still alive. All right. So I have a couple more songs because I got to leave early to get onto that appointment. But I love this guy. He's like happy, smile, be at the beach, have a drink in your hand. Um, Jack Johnson, he's one of my favorites, um, especially this song, Bubble Toes. Um, a little bit about it. The song is titled after a cute nickname Johnson had for his wife. Johnson introduced this tune in July of 2010, um, saying, I wrote this song when I was trying to get this girl one time. A few bars into the song, he leaned back into the microphone and added, and I ended up getting her too. So they went to school together, blah, blah, blah. Um, here it is. Jack Donson, Bubble Toes. One of my favorites. It's as simple as something that nobody knows. Her eyes are as big as a bubble that toes on her finger. The queen of the hearts of the cards and her feet are all covered with tar balls and scars. It's as common as something that nobody knows. Her beauty will follow wherever she goes. Up the hill in the back of her house in the woods. She loved me forever. I know she could. I remember when you and me, mm, how we used to be just good friends. Wouldn't give me none. But all I wanted. She's got a whole lot of reason she can't think of a single one that can justify me. He got none, but he thinks he got so many problems, and he got so much time to waste. Strings are like commercials, but her dreams are picture perfect. Dreams are so related, though they're often underestimated. Simple as something that nobody knows. The eyes are as big as a puppet of toes. Oh, gotcha, Billy D. And on Wednesday for the soundtracks, we're doing a dark shadow movie. <clears throat> and oh, Kermit's in the house. Hey, Kermit. 
Everybody, um, if you have a show, we know Miss Handy J. Follow her so you, when she goes online, and you know, um, Mr. Yancey with WKOP. And then if you follow him, um, he also the Coffeeville Department of Memes. Um, great website to follow. I don't think I see anybody else in here. Good to see you, Kermit. Thank you, Miss Hanny. That's the website for the Coffeeville Department of Memes. I'm doing good, Jack Johnson's on. How are you doing? All right, we're gonna move on to the second Jack Johnson song. So I have time on, it's times like these, it's just a good song. That's what I'm gonna say. It's a good song, moving on, here we go. Times like these. Last one we have today. I should've did this one first because it's a little slower. All of his songs, like, you should be around a campfire, drinking a beer and roasting marshmallows or something. It's a total surfer. And I got a whole list of artists to play next Monday. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Billy D, for making it through a George Strait. All right. Love it. Thanks you. Thanks for sticking through, Billy D. I'm glad we don't have to resuscitate you. <laughs> Welcome back, Miss Shorty. We're just about ready to just to go. I'm gonna say, um, let me see if I can turn little Jack Johnson down and do this at the same time. Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. It's going to try to. Just don't let it. I hope this uh, got you going this Monday to get through this week. And if nobody's told you, um, you are loved and appreciated. And I truly do mean that. Um, I love you guys and appreciate every single one of you. And when you come in, it makes my heart so happy and I'm surrounded by friends and it's, and it's great. And I hope you guys feel the same way. So we will be back on Wednesday. Like I said, we'll be doing the dark shadows. We're also going to be playing replaying. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Somebody's got to beat Nancy. <laughs> so we'll be playing that too. Uh, we love you too, Kermit. I hope to see you be safe out there. And um, you guys, um, I don't know what it's going to play next, but I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Talk to you later.